0: Hi. Welcome to Malicious Compliance. Please enjoy. Putting a smile from A to Z. Story by Sirius underscore face. At the start of COVID in the UK, where all good stories start, I had an easy job working in a casino. Once lockdown started we were all put on furlough for six months. I finally had all that free time that I said I needed to do all the things I have never had the time to do. Like many people, Having time is not the same as having the motivation and all I did in that six months was become very good at call of duty, drinking beer, and putting on weight. After the first lockdown was lifted we returned to work with many changes and most of them just made the job a drudge and I started to hate it. When we were told that we would be going into lockdown again I had to make a choice for my own sanity, and my waistline, that I would leave this job and do something so I could be working. Sounds crazy now that I would choose work over free money for doing nothing, but that is what I did. There is also a story in this, but that's for another Reddit. The new job. I looked on Facebook, it was a lockdown and it was easy see above, lacks motivation. I found recurring adverts for work with one of the world's largest online shops. We will call them amazing not amazing. And this was in the last mile part of the service as a delivery associate, delivery driver. The money was good and you would be driving a branded van, all fuel paid, easy job on the face of it. In September, I contact them and get called in to do a tox test. While I'm here I get the info on the situation. I'm not actually working for Amazing Not Amazing, but I'm working for a delivery service partner, DSP, in fact I'm not really working for them as I'm a self-employed contractor. In essence, I was to be paid £100 a day and if we got good delivery numbers for a week we would get a bonus at one of three levels on all the days I worked. It's a standard thing with Amazing Not Amazing, and the brand advance having heard some horror stories of how the non-branded drivers are treated and fleeced by the DSP that they work for, amazing not amazing, knows what's going on and don't care, this seemed a good deal. No in-van training was given due to COVID but I've driven big vans and trucks and all sorts so not a problem for me scary to think though, they give no training and let people loose on the roads in these vans, and it not changed much without the COVID restrictions. Amazing not amazing, seem to not worry about this. The work takes a bit of getting used to and it's hard work to start with and in all weather conditions. The routes are all pre-caged so you collect your parcels and you get a device that tells you where to go. Route times are 8 hours and a little amazing not amazing, computer programs the route. You have 1 hour extra for retries. When you first start out even after 9 hours you'll have been behind and some poor soul who finished their route early will come and rescue you, more on this later. If you go over the 9 hour mark your DSP gets a fine from amazing not amazing, by the time December rolls around the DSP that I'm working for has taken on loads of extra drivers and more branded vans, even taken on 20 non-branded vans with promises from Amazing Not Amazing, for continued work over the festive season and into the next year. Not even half the non-branded vans got used, I've become very efficient at looking at my route in the morning and changing it around. My eight-hour route can be completed in 4-5 to five hours, and in December we started work at 6am so I was the one doing the rescues if everyone was up to date I would be home by midday. It was really that easy although the bonuses never seemed to kick in. Amazing not amazing, never had a problem with it and I was working weekends when they had a real problem getting people to work their days and too many people dropping shifts. Roll into January and suddenly amazing not amazing, tells my DSP we can't give you all that work we promised, so you are going to have to let a load off your driver's go. End of January I get home and my partner throws a pregnancy test at me and said I'm not getting fat, I'm pregnant then bursts into tears turns out she was 5 months pregnant, neither of us is young and she just thought it was menopause, not the ideal time with work laying off drivers but I had laid good groundwork for being a good driver, never sick, always working weekends and helping out when needed even picking up drop shifts. I had to drop a shift a week so the DSP could keep as many drivers as possible just in case amazing not amazing, actually gave them more work. I was fine with that and the 4 day week means more time with the baby mama watching her belly grow with the baby due in May. By the end of April, I'm doing five-day weeks again and now COVID restrictions are losing up a bit more and the DSP I work for is training new drivers and getting them to go out a couple of times with experienced drivers to show them the ropes and I get to be doing that a lot. It's a great sky as it's half routes and even with someone that's slow, it's four hours max. I tell them I'm going to be off for a bit from mid-May and I'll let them know when I'm coming back, I don't get holiday pay or paternity leave but my bank balance is okay and damn I'm about to be a dad. I take off till early July, it's great being home with a baby and her mom. She is awesome her mom is awesome and life is good but I've made the decision that I need to be doing something else as this job has very limited prospects. I start on a course that'll take about a year and I can do it around working for amazing not amazing. I go back to work and it kind of runs the same as the year before but I get to train new drivers and again as Christmas comes the DSP takes on loads of new drivers and a load more vans is amazing not amazing has promised them more work even after the Christmas peak I shit you not they hired 10 non-branded vans and I only ever saw 2 go out on routes, I say nothing and just crack on head down only working 4 days, 2 of which are weekends, as I need to study and help out with the baby. Come January and all that work amazing not amazing, had promised the DSP was no place to be seen and it was time to get rid of excess drivers. Again I'm in a good position as I complete my routes and help when needed, and also work Saturday and Sunday. I need a minimum of four days a week to cover my lavish lifestyle pay my bills, support my family, already spoke with the boss and told him this and was assured that because of my rank top five drivers, it was of little importance to me until this, in the DSP I'd be fine. Here comes the malicious compliance, sorry it took so long, come February I checked the Rota and I've only got three days while other people get five days and they don't do weekends yet I do. Not one to be messed around I contact the boss and explain my frustration at my lack of work and tell them that going forward I won't be working weekends unless I get 4 shifts. The following week we are told that if you want more than 3 shifts a week you need to work at least 1 weekend shift. Following week I'm on 3 shifts again and including Sunday and Saturday, the week runs Sunday to Saturday, I go in on Sunday speak to the boss and he says nothing he can do about it now. I tell him you best get someone to cover that Saturday then as I won't be doing it. Come Saturday my phone gets lit up and I just ignore it. I put in my request for the next week Monday to Wednesday, no weekends and 3 days only. Had a nice late sleep on Sunday and removed my DSP boss's number from my favorites so it couldn't get past my silent mode on my phone and sure enough I had about 10 missed calls and a few messages asking me to cover dropped routes. On Monday I was back and did my route, which took about 5 hours, and the rest of the week went like that. Come the weekend I'd get missed calls and messages as they were desperate for weekend drivers. Not much they could do as I was only doing 3 days a week now and not working weekends. Come March and all of a sudden amazing not amazing, tell the DSP that your drivers are finishing their routes too quick, tell them to slow down. I get told this and I'm like hold on, we get paid the same money to do the same job but you want us to do it slower? By this time I've had enough and I'm ready to quit anyway I've got myself something else lined up that I'd been working on so I went out on that day and bashed my route out in just over three and a half hours. Admittedly my boss was not happy but I no longer had any respect for him so it didn't bother me. The next day I'm 30 drops ahead and get the message that I need to slow down or I won't be on the road to next week, so I zoom call my dad and we chat for an hour, I actually take a lunch break the first one I'd ever had as a delivery driver managed to push it to 7 hours and still I got berated in the team WhatsApp group. So I thought, saw this, I came in the next day with some textbooks and put my device in airplane mode when I got 30 ahead I stopped, did some reading, got myself 30 behind chilled, and even had a nap one time after the baby had a bad night. I did this for a few weeks. My days were longer but I was getting whatsapp my study done and my course was nearly done. I had set up an interview with a company that would give me a job and obviously I did it over a Zoom call from the back of my delivery van. I overrun on my route that day by 15 minutes which is a big no-no but hey I got the job so wasn't a bothered. I needed to continue working for four more weeks but I was going to do it at a snail's pace, a snail with a limp. I maxed out my drive time every day, they stopped sending people to rescue me as i just slowed down even more. I went from top rank to lowest and still no sign of caring about it. I jacked it in a week early as I no longer had the will or the need to do it. I will say this about that job, I met some great people and made some good friends. I experienced people from other countries and cultures and we had a laugh when it was good. But, the staff turnover is unbelievable, and how that company treats people like expendable objects have really darkened my view of them. Now I'm sorry if I bored you with this but it amused me at the time and I thought I'd share. Corporate wants us to stop doing our job in order to save time. Story by a line on. TLDR at the bottom. I used to work for this company a few years ago. I was part of a team of around 20 people, working on checking tickets to see if they were correctly formed and sent to the right department. If everything was correct, we'd close the ticket with yes and make an appointment with the right department to do a physical visit in order to fix the problem. If something was wrong, however, our role was to guide the person so that they wouldn't make the same mistakes again. We'd close the ticket with no a short explanation on why it's no, and how to fix it. After that, we'd have to send an email to the person themselves and CC every team manager of their location. We had four different locations, with three to seven team managers each. This email would have to consist of exactly where they went wrong, for every single small mistake they made. It had to have a link where it was clear that it wasn't allowed or wrong, and what the right move, in this case, would be. It also had to be friendly, rather than accusing. Making this email was one of the longer parts of our job, for small mistakes it would take 5 minutes but for longer mistakes, it would take 15 minutes. If the person didn't include any information about themselves, we'd have to search it ourselves, adding another 5 minutes. After doing all that, we had to report it in an Excel sheet so they could keep track of how many, yes and how many no, and for what reason. Corporate really pushed you or a guide, a trainer, a friendly person to show them how to do it thing. They didn't want us to be a cop or the bad guy, so everyone hated us for saying no. I gave training on how to correctly fill in ticket forms and what to check before thinking about a ticket. Corporate also wanted us to do the job faster. They made basic templates for our emails that included the most common mistakes, so the only thing we needed to do was to fill in the personal information and slightly adjust it for the mistake. That wasn't fast enough for corporate though, so they made us add a disclaimer to our emails to not contact us, but to contact their team manager if they didn't agree. No more DMs asking for help, because that means we weren't doing our job. It still wasn't fast enough. Corporate didn't like it that our ticket queue had tickets that were older than 3 days. If it reached an age older than 3 days we had to directly send it to the next apartment, rather than checking it. We'd close it with maybe, to say we didn't check it. It rarely happened that tickets were older than 3 days. Usually, we picked them up the same day or the day after. Only after the weekend it would be longer, we didn't work on the weekend, so we had a backlog on Monday. It made us the fastest queue to put a ticket in, the other queues taking a week or two weeks before it's picked up. Corporate kept removing tasks till we had nothing remaining. All in the name of speed. We had to allow everything but weren't allowed to tell everyone so they would put the effort into their tickets. We told corporate it was bad for three reasons. First of all, people weren't stupid. People would know and test their limits to see what they could get away with. Second, it would cause an overflow of appointments to our people going to visit houses to fix issues. Think 1,500 appointments a day for 30 to 50 people. Third, it wouldn't speed anything up. Instead, we expect it to become busier than ever because people would call and say it takes too long or their issue wasn't fixed. The people that went to the houses would have to call to say it was for another department or say it wasn't what was said to the need to reschedule to prepare. This would be an issue for every department because trashy tickets would be sent everywhere in the hope someone would pick them up faster. Corporate said they have thought about it for a long time and it would be fine. They also did this for the department that handles requests for money. So we allowed everything. Requests that weren't for someone to visit? Have a person visit you anyway. Do you already have an appointment? Have another one, they can have a tea party together. Anything goes, and the money department allowed thousands of euros to be given away. People would send requests for multiple smaller amounts to not stand out. Of course, this meant that exactly what we thought would happen happened. People tested their limits and we ended up with tickets that had zero information. I have an issue, please send someone. The tickets were trash, and they were trash for every department. People started sending in more and more tickets, the same issue to every department. So every department had a huge backlog of trashy tickets. And the appointments? You were lucky if you'd get anyone in a month. This was at the start of COVID, so people called in sick. This didn't help the fact that everyone worked from home and we had more issues in general with that. The call queues went from 20 to 50 people to 500 people waiting. Everyone was overworked. Besides us of course, our queue was empty. We had to fight for tickets to get our tickets per hour. We had fun chatting and listening to music. Corporate didn't allow anyone to contact us, so we had no consequences for what we did. Corporate came with some excuse that we had good months and lots of new people joined us, so the backlog was to set up everything for us. Not for existing issues of course, why would that be a problem? It all went so terrible, and corporate stuck their head in the sand during it. They didn't listen to complaints or our advice to fix it. By the time they finally undid the change, it was too late, the damage was done. They changed it because it helped, our queue was empty so they got what they wanted. Not because everything went terrible of course. Now because all the tickets were trash, we rejected everything. It took a lot longer because we had to write emails explaining all issues they had, linking to everything that said how to fix it. And we had to figure out whom we were dealing with because no one left their information on it anymore, so it took around an hour total for a single ticket. You can guess that meant we also got a backlog. We received more tickets in general because people were like hmm, I'll just ask for someone to visit that saves me having to do anything. So suddenly it took multiple days for us to fix things, and that meant we got overworked as well. People slowly realized they had to put in effort for tickets again, but they forgot how to. We told them to go to their team managers for a refresher, of course, this would take them away from their job in order to train them again. People started quitting because of stress. I shortly left as well. I recently heard that it didn't get better, the backlog is still there and everything but the backlog is on pause. Projects to train people into the role or get a higher role were paused, so no one joined. That's what happens when you don't listen to the people who know what they're doing. The company lost a lot of money and time because besides giving away money, they had to pay for the people to visit houses since it was an external company. TLDR, corporate took away all our tasks so we could be faster. We said it would cause an overflow of appointments and calls, but corporate said it would be fine. It was fine for us, we had an empty queue. The rest however was so overworked it took months to fix things. When corporate finally turned their decision around because it worked for our queue, not cause everything went bad, it was too late to ever fix the backlog. They lost a lot of time and money by giving it away. Thank you for tuning in to listen to these stories, and I hope to see you on the next one. Till then, have an amazing day.